0: And uh, listeners, if you have a, a, a name suggestion for our fantasy box office game, go ahead and submit that in the comments at, uh, at um... <laughs> Facebook. I really don't do this on purpose, guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know it must sound that way when this is the outro every other episode. isn't we It's just because protagonist goes first on some of
1: these and second on others and so it's hard actually there is a solution to that which is we make dummy links inside of the website and We're then make them all
0: protagonist podcasts. and we make it
1: all protagonist com slash audible protagonist com slash facebook protagonist com slash whatever and then
0: has this been an option for all two years i've been doing this outro right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes it is <sighs> okay
0: All right, what was I saying? Oh, okay.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Protagonist Podcast, where each week we look at a great character in a great story. I'm Todd Mack. And I'm Joseph Drowski. And today we are looking at many great characters (laughs) in many great stories, and maybe some potentially new great characters in great stories.
0: Maybe great stories. We'll see. In fact, that's going to be part of what we're seeing. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, listeners, we're going to do a quick look back at 2016 and some of our favorite characters that we uh, saw on TV or in film. And then we're going to do a look ahead at 2017 and particularly at film and what's coming up. And we've got a little game. We're going to play with that, but we'll introduce that after we do our look back. So, Todd, was there anything that stood out to you as you look back at 2016, particularly for, you know, new media? We encounter lots of great characters doing this podcast. Sometimes characters <laughs> that have been around for decades that we never knew about, and we fall in love with them when we are asked to read the novel or to uh, to watch a film. Uh, but was there anything, you know, unique to 2016 that stood out to
1: you? So I've made a list of uh, films. I have a li- I have a list called Best. I have a list called Biggest Disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> And I have a list called Still Want to See. (laughs) Uh, So on my list at best, I have, um, and this is in no particular order, um, Captain America Civil War, Zootopia, uh, Arrival, Doctor Strange, Finding Dory, and Love and Friendship. Those were delightful films.
0: I have not seen half of those. (laughs) (laughs) I saw Captain America. I saw Arrival, Doctor Strange. You haven't seen see Finding find, Dory? I did see Finding Dory in the Dollar Theater with my children. So oh. I have now seen that. Okay, so more than half I have seen. But so I have you not only seen Love and Friendship
1: or Zootopia.
0: Uh, Zootopia.
1: Oh, man, Joseph, you've got to see Zootopia. It is really good. And I really I'm, think you will like Love and Friendship.
0: I uh, I saw Five Minutes of Love and Friendship because it's available on Amazon Prime. I just need to see the other, you know, <laughs> 115 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And Zootopia is on Netflix, so I can see it at some point, and I think we will be talking about it at some point on this podcast.
1: Have your kids not seen Zootopia?
0: My kids saw Zootopia, so my wife took them to see it. We alternate which one of us gets to take (laughs) the kids to the dollar theater Uh when when some of the movies hit there. Uh, And my wife took them to see Zootopia, so I haven't seen it yet. I saw Zootopia while it was on Netflix. Like I I watched it since it got onto Netflix. I kind of skipped it in the theater, because... There's one thing Disney doesn't do well with its movies, and it's marketing. Um, for some of the movies, I was gonna say they do a pretty bang up job on some films. On some <laughs> stuff, they do they do great. On some stuff, they just like oh, this is out they, here. Just, now. They just get it yeah, they just all wrong. Um, and like the trailers for Zootopia were not illustrative of <laughs> what it really contains, and I wasn't like really expecting the depth that I got when I started watching it like five minutes in, I was like, Oh, they're doing stuff. It's (laughs) like, there's layers. (laughs) Like, like they've double backed on me
1: three times already. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. How about you, Joe? Uh,
0: favorite films that I saw, uh, I'd say Captain America and, uh, arrival would be my, like my top tier films for Mm -hmm. the year. I enjoyed Dr. Strange. It's probably just a tier below that. Um, finding Dory I thought was good, but not like I, some of it may be, um, Kind of like Doctor Strange with Marvel or uh, Finding Dory with Pixar. Sometimes like the excellence is so good that it's hard to quite reach the heights that you hope. Because you've seen it from those production companies. And I'd say those two are just like a, a, a step behind some of their best.
1: I loved Finding Dory. I bawled my eyes out, but... <laughs>
0: But I I feel the same way about Finding Nemo. Like, for me, that one's, like, I know it is a lot of people's favorite Pixar, but for me, it's, like, a step below the best of Pixar. I disagree with your assessment of the (laughs) Finding series, (laughs) which is fine. Uh, I I found this since day one. I knew people (laughs) were like, this is the best Pixar. I'm like, "Mm, it's no Toy Story. (laughs) No. I mean, Toy Story (laughs) is a whole special level. Yeah. Uh, what's your next uh, level that you had there, Todd? Was it disappointment? Biggest Disappointment. Can I take a stab? (laughs) batman v superman that's were you optimistic about it (laughs) well i had i hoped it would be good it just wasn't i Uh, hoped it would be good too yeah i still haven't seen that
1: that. along with that i put um star trek beyond i have not seen that yet
0: that's on my i need to go get it at Redbox list (laughs) where i heard a lot of people say they were pleasantly surprised by it no but i also heard some people saying it was like an expanded original series episode which isn't always the best thing
1: yeah it kind of felt it just um it was just totally like blah to me. Like I watched it and i like – like, uh, "X Men
0: Apocalypse." Totally
1: like X Men Apocalypse. It, it was like, like I had the exact same reaction. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: X Men Apocalypse! No
1: desire to go back and watch it again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, which is unlike the first two of those Star Trek films. The new Star Trek films I loved,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and this one I just was. I it was I was disappointed. I was let down.
0: Can I tell you the, the thing I was most disappointed by in uh, X-Men Apocalypse? It's when I realized that the sequence where they play, it's like Beethoven's fourth symphony um, and Apocalypse is giving a speech and there's cut shots of all the nuclear warheads and stuff. And it's this weird speech that he's giving uh-huh. <laughs> um, as he gets all of the nuclear warheads in the world launched into space simultaneously, but they don't come down. Yeah. Um It it was when I realized that I believe that is the exact same music cue that they play during the final speech in the King's Speech as you get shots of, you know, people around the world listening to this speech. So just a lot of still people kind of listening as the speech is said over this same piece of music. I was like, hmm. And it was better in the King's Speech with a man giving a talk over the radio than with a mutant launching all of the world's nuclear warheads. (laughs) Yeah, and so yeah when, that's kind of how they,
1: that, that whole movie is, though.
0: It's yeah. when I got that, it was the same music cue with the same, like, with with the kind speech. of montage thing. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, that's disappointingly <laughs> similar. All right, uh, what was your other level, Todd? So, still want,
1: that stuff I still have not seen. Okay. For Star Trek
0: Beyond is that for me.
1: Uh, I've got Rogue One, which I can say because it comes out tonight.
0: <laughs> right, we mm. we're recording this early, listeners, so that we get a holiday break, and Star Wars Rogue One is not out yet.
1: Uh, I have not seen La La Land, and I actually really want to. I've I really it. want
0: to see that one. Really, it's good not thing. out wide release yet either, so you have a pass on that.
1: Uh, Pete's Dragon, Jungle Book, and Fantastic Beasts.
0: Uh, the, I still need to see Fantastic Beasts. The uh, the other two are on Netflix now, so you could just. Is Pete's on. Dragon on Netflix mm-hmm. too? Yeah, it is. Disney has a new deal with Netflix. And yeah, they Captain like like America: good Civil good War is coming out in a week. That's on Netflix, and uh, yeah, Pete's Dragon, Jungle, I Book, are Jungle already Book, there. Zootopia is there. So,
1: so have you got anything on your still want to see list? Besides uh,
0: I didn't make I didn't it. And, it. Uh, there's just so much. <laughs> that, uh, when, when you have small kids, Todd, you may not know this. You don't get out to the theater as much as you might yeah. want to. <laughs> when you have small kids and a budget, <laughs> you don't uh, always get to see every new release. Neither of you mentioned Moana. Oh, I want to see Moana. Oh, I have
1: not seen Moana either.
0: Yeah, that's and all I, I, I want like, to see.
1: Technically, I have not seen a. Uh... What's that movie called that came after Batman v Superman? Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. I have not seen Suicide Squad. <laughs> I imagine that I will at some point, although it's certainly not on my like, I'm dying to see it. Do
0: you technology. want the extended cut?
1: <laughs> Do you-
0: they they have announced their. they are pushing ahead with the... Um, Gotham city sirens spinoff with Harley Quinn and a dead shot off is being planned with Will Smith. Yeah. So, so they are doubling down. Well, it made on... almost, it made over 800 million, I think worldwide. So they okay. made money. Even if critics didn't love it, we will get to the disconnect <laughs> between critics and box office in a little bit. Listeners just wait. Okay. Uh, Todd, were there any new TV shows you started watching?
1: Um, yeah, three of them all in Spanish from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> so grand hotel, which we discussed early in the year um and is no wait, longer on Netflix. <laughs> no longer on Netflix. But if you enjoyed Grand Hotel, uh there's another series called Velvet. And is that one still on Netflix? It is on Netflix, yeah. I
0: often see it, it recommended.
1: They're longer episodes. Um and I've only watched like the first episode and a half or something, uh, but I'm definitely going to watch it. Uh my students have t- told me that it's totally binge worthy, like they just the students that have started it have watched it all the way through really uh, quickly. Um, but Velvet is about some people. It's it's very similar to uh, Grand Hotel and Down Abbey, but there <laughs> it's like 1950s uh, Madrid, and it's the fashion world. So it's like a a, a man who owns a big, like high end haute couture dress shop, and then the one the the protagonist is one of the girls that works in like the she's like a seamstress and she falls in love with the the owner's son, and so it's like the, all the people that work in this uh like shop and then all the rich people and it's really good. <laughs> uh, and then I've started watching this show that I've mentioned if, uh, quite a few times. I think now uh, the Ministry of Time and that's and on that Netflix? one is not on Netflix. It's only on uh the uh national like radio and tv website so it's r t v e es and they it, get it's... a bump in traffic
0: from our listeners the
1: only... <laughs> there going be some head scratching it's <laughs> only in uh i they don't have english subtitles only spanish subtitles
0: oh okay oh, okay that's so, uh, anyways, we'll get no, from so, that's a no go for me <laughs>
1: But it's delightful. It, like the t- the time travel stuff in it is totally like it makes no sense at all <laughs> uh, because they're so worried about like the butterfly effect. And, um, you know, if 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 the Spanish Armada actually ends up winning, then history will be changed in dramatic ways. And so we have to go back and make sure that they lose or, you know. <laughs> uh, and so they're so they're so worried about the like the effects of changing history. But only for famous people because they <laughs> they change history for not famous people all the time, and uh, but it's it's totally delightful if you're interested in Spain or Spanish history or um, time travel. It's, pretty, okay. it's It's fun.
0: So are my uh, three new shows. Uh, well, I know there's one other Stranger Things. Todd,
1: I, did, I really did enjoy Stranger Things. Yeah, but MCU the uh, not the I haven't seen it, like Luke Cage or any of the new Netflix stuff, but the I did. I cruise through the season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that's on Netflix, the most recent one, and I really enjoy that show a lot.
0: We know I just you, can't Todd. keep up with new <laughs> uh, the new uh, stuff. One new show, like the only new show on network TV that I'm like, oh, this is good. It's called The Good Place. Have you heard about this, Todd? I have not. That's Kristen Bell from Veronica Mars uh and ted danson from cheers oh is this when it. she
1: goes to, they go to hell or heaven or something
0: you no know, she goes to heaven so she dies and she goes to heaven but she's not supposed to be there because she wasn't a very good person in life <laughs> and so she's trying to fake her way through heaven <laughs> <laughs> and and ted danson is the architect who built this particular side of heaven and he's trying to make sure everything's perfect but things keep going wrong <laughs> <laughs> and it's really fun. And uh, if you care about such things, because it's heaven, they don't swear. They, they slide in different words. Every time she tries to swear, a different word comes out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so I've thoroughly enjoyed that amongst the new shows. Like, there's another new show that I'm watching, which is just, like, it's okay. But, like, I like the premise better than the execution. I'm just hoping at some point the execution reaches the premise. And it's called Designated Survivor. Have you heard about this one, Todd?
1: Oh, oh this is Kiefer Sutherland. It looks yeah. amazing. That had it's- a very, very popular, like, pilot
0: yeah, it's Very a good right. it's a good premise, but the execution has been a little lacking and I'm just I keep watching, hoping that it picks up. Um, okay. like things have been a little bit like too like if I was gonna say, oh, a network show is gonna do this as the premise where like the entire cabinet and the president and the vice president and all of the Senate and the House die during a bomb at the State of the Union and it's the lowest ranking member is was the designated survivor and he's the new president. Like if I was gonna predict it would be like, oh, well, the military people are going to react to this way. Some state governor is going to react this way. And it all just happens pretty much as I would have predicted. And yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for something to change <laughs> and surprise me in a pleasant way. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you guys about something that's on Netflix that you probably don't know about? Uh, yes. Right. It's called Terrace House. It is a Japanese reality TV show. <laughs> uh, Netflix original. They they got the rights to it after it got canceled in Japan. And they're still keeping it going. And they're keeping it going. So it's all subtitled. But I wish that American reality TV was aspiring to be like this. The entire premise is there's six people. So three three men, three women. And they are given keys to this house and a vehicle. And it's like, here you guys go. You can live here. And otherwise just like live your life. There's no other conceit. No, it's like, otherwise just live your lives and they stay there until they need to go. And then there's someone ready to like step (laughs) in. So like, if someone's like, yeah, I need to leave to like work on my career Uh and like it, like being on the show is kind of a distraction. So I'm going to like move out. And then someone is ready to like slide in the next day. And so (laughs) it's, um, but does it like generate interesting storylines that follow? Like, like as soon as they go in, they just like are filming them meeting each other for the first time. And I'm like, this is so terribly awkward. And I relate to it and (laughs) it's awesome. Like they all like become (laughs) friends and they have conversations about like, Hey, if we're going to like be friends, we need to like be open and talk with each other. Like what are your dreams and aspirations? And then like, like they like sit down to have meals together and they cook for each other. And, um, and they're all like, they're really nice and like are hoping to help each other be successful in life. So if they have, like something that they're working on, um, you know, for like a personal project to help their life go well, they help each other out. And, you know, one of them's a tap dancer and is, and they're all like, well, when do we get to come see a show? Like, can we come see you perform? He's like, yeah, the earliest one is in like a month and a half. They're like, we'll do it. Like they like set aside time in their schedule because like we all live together. So it's like, we are family. Like we Mm. need to become friends with each other. And, that's the most interesting part is them all trying to maintain what they view as good relationships. And then there's also like some dating, like it's expected because like you're around each other. They're like, and I'm like, dating will probably happen. So they talk a lot about like how long everyone's been single. Mm-hmm.
1: But is but, there, but is there a hot tub at the Terrace House?
0: They have a pool. <laughs> <laughs> they have a pool and they're like, Hey, there's a pool. Like, let's all go to like, let's go swim. <laughs> and they just like have a good time. So it's, it's a bunch of
1: nice people having a good time with each other, which... <laughs> It's like the exact like opposite, American opposite
0: of American reality TV <laughs> yeah. like yeah. and then like they go on dates and and everyone's oh are you interested in her? And he's like yeah but like make sure you go on a date like it's it's fine <laughs> like nobody's fighting about like it's like no I I like I said I was interested in her first so <laughs> you aren't allowed to talk to her. So it's nothing like American reality TV but it's okay. like pleasant and enjoyable and everyone's nice and trying mm-hmm. to help each other and build each other up and I am really, really enjoying it. And, and just like seeing this positivity, um, that they go through. All right. Uh, two other things on Netflix that I've watched occupied. Have you heard about this? It's a Norwegian TV show that's on <laughs> Netflix. Uh, now it's a political thriller and I think there's only 12 episodes and it was season one. Wait, I heard about this one and there's no season two yet. And they did not resolve all the political thriller elements. <laughs> season <laughs> one. So I'm really hoping a season two comes around. Um, but it's uh, – so in the, in the premise is that Norway says they're going to stop exporting oil uh, because they're concerned about the environment. They have uh, some more environmentally friendly means that they believe will produce uh, similar amounts of energy, and they're ready to share that with the world. And then Russia says, no, we need your oil, and they take over <laughs> Norway, basically. Oh. <laughs> um, wow and uh it's uh, like i said it's only about 12 episodes i think it was rated ma i think there's one male rear end so if mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reason it's tv ma if you're worried about like getting into a game of thrones situation listeners it's not that kind oh of i ever. uh
1: i feel like i should uh, give that same warning for the ministry of time it's a it's definitely a spanish uh, tv show which means you are the european contr- standards of <laughs> well television. you're contractually obligated to see one female breast every uh, probably every three episodes <laughs>
0: Um, And then the other one that we've just started watching and we're only a couple episodes in, it's called The Crown. Uh, It's a Netflix original that has had significant uh, promotions. You may have seen it. It's about... um queen elizabeth the current queen elizabeth of england like when she first becomes queen uh when her father dies uh and it's similarly TVMA, and it's because her husband sleeps in the nude and you see his rear end every other <laughs> like i think both episodes <laughs> you've seen his rear end <laughs> lying in bed uh so that's the reason it's TVMA. that's it again don't worry if you're getting into a game of thrones situation if you're scared of that TVMA. did that's you guys the see
1: uh, did you guys see the new little prince on netflix
0: i have not i saw it's it promoted really, i read a
1: couple articles it's really sweet it's really really good all right.
0: Well, shall we move on to what I believe for the moment we're calling fantasy box office? And in listeners, if you're going to have a better name for this, feel free to share it. <laughs> um, this is our look ahead at the films of 2017. And we're turning it into a game because that's what we do on this podcast. <laughs> because uh, someone wants to win. <laughs> yes. Uh, Todd and I are going to be selecting films that are coming out in the next year. And our goal is to accumulate based on their U.S. domestic box office, the highest Dollar amount for the films that we selected so we'll revisit this in a year's time we'll see who and made assess. the best choices and accumulated the most money but there is a catch we do not want to just pick a film based on what we perceive to be its uh you know financial popularity we're also concerned about the critics so we only earn the percentage of the box office in correlation with its rotten tomatoes score now is that the general rotten tomatoes so including like general fan when, when you go click and say rotten tomatoes like what is shows up next to it is, I think is it good. fresh or not yeah I, I, that's what we're gonna use so as a couple examples from 2016 or a few examples to help explain this uh batman versus superman made 330 million dollars at the u.s box office so that would seem like a great pick for someone um, it's the seventh highest grossing film of the year, but its Rotten Tomato score is only 27% fresh. So, whoever had picked that would only get 89 million added to the final tally at the end of the year. <laughs> Not the full 330 million. Uh, or if someone picked X Men Apocalypse, it made 155 million at the box office. It's, it's the 13th highest grossing film of the year. Seems like that'd be a good pick, but it only had a 48% fresh rating. And so, if one of us picked us, we'd only get 74 million added to our final coffers. And so as like a, a counter example to that kind of drop, um, there's a smaller film, Arrival, which we did a quick cast on and it's still in theaters. It's still earning, you know, it's still in the top 10 every, every week. So it's still earning, but right now it's made 82 million, uh, but it has a 94% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so we'd get 77 million, which is a little bit less than Batman v Superman, but more than X-Men Apocalypse, which you would not expect if you just said, we're picking X-Men mm-hmm. Apocalypse versus this weird linguistic science fiction film <laughs> that no one knows is going to be coming out at the end of the year. So, uh, the white and whale that And that is that is so far, whereas yeah, Batman v so, Superman and X-Men Apocalypse have had six months to and Yeah, and they're, they're out of theaters right now. Um, the white whale that we'll be chasing, though, would be something like making a pick, such as Finding Dory, which made four hundred eighty-six million dollars at the US box office and has a run tomato score of ninety four percent. So That's amazing. If, if we had picked that, someone would have gotten four hundred fifty six million dollars on that one film pick. Whereas, which is the other blockbusters we were talking about, you're getting like near a million one hundred million. So yeah. Finding Dory was worth more than those other three combined. Yes. So if one of us can pick a Finding Dory, we'd be doing all right. Uh, so I hope that all makes sense. Again, we, Todd and I have just looked at what's coming out next year, and so this is kind of our preview of some of the biggest blockbusters, but again, what we hope will also be the highest quality uh films that come out uh in 2017. <laughs> and that will be scored as of our recording next year's episode. Right. And so this but the particular like bit of uh thinking that you gotta do In December of next year, there's Star Wars episode eight, but we are doing the cutoff for our final tally at December 31st of 2017. So that's going to have a huge, you know, three, two weekends, maybe three weekends, depending on the exact date it comes out. Uh, But we're not going to get any of the legs into January and February when it will still be earning millions and millions of dollars. So you can't really count on 400, 500 million on it. You're really looking at maybe 200 million, 200 250. Yeah. Only 200 million. Oh, so uh, <laughs> if, if it has a very high Rotten yeah. tomato score, yeah, exactly. Uh, so if one of us wants to pick star Wars, it might be a little later in the draft than normally where we, if there was, you know, a star Wars film coming out in May, I think we'd both say I'm taking star Wars. That's going to make a lot of money. <laughs> all right. Uh, so any questions about how we're doing this, Todd, or you think we're all good?
1: I think we're okay. Is somebody a designated a uh, note taker on this? We'll need to- yes,
0: I, I will be writing okay. down your picks. Okay. Do you okay. need that paper um, and pen? That's on the. Yes, <laughs> before before I pick up my my paper and pen, I'm going to uh, flip a coin, so to speak. Oh, because okay. I have my number one with a bullet that I want to pick first. I really hope I get. This I think toss. yours
1: is, your number one is my number one. I bet. <laughs>
0: uh, so Todd, since you can't see it, uh, phone face up
1: or face down? Phone face down.
0: It was face down. You got it. Oh, oh. oh this could be the ballgame right here.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Pick. So, uh, Todd, Fantasy Box Office 2017. What no, there do you are think- some
1: good films. There are some oh, good yeah. films I've coming in. I've got
0: a good cluster of films that I'd like to pick, but there's one I definitely hope to have on my team. So what is your pick for best box office and best, like the combo of box office and critics score on Rotten Tomatoes?
1: i just am looking at some of these and i'm like what if this become what if transformers the last night is a huge critical success (laughs) because it's gonna make money
0: but what if it's
1: what if people (laughs) like it
0: yeah transformers is in my uh i separated these into tiers i think that's in my tier three (laughs) i'm like it's gonna make
1: money but i don't expect a high rotten Tomatoes score so i just just to give you a little bit of a a peek behind the curtain so I looked at uh, Movie Insider and then two just random IMDb uh, lists of, like, most anticipated films of 2017. And I ranked the top 30 films, and then I took an average of, like, where films placed on each of these. You did
0: <laughs> way more work than I did. I looked yeah. at it and said, that one's going to be good, and it's going to make money.
1: <laughs> and uh, Transformers The Last Night is actually number one on – on its, its average score is 1.67 over three lists. It's, uh, it's going to make a lot
0: of money. It's going to make no a doubt.
1: ton of money. <laughs> But it's not going to be nearly as successful, both critically and uh, financially as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and which it, is my number one pick. You say I So, I, so Todd, you're going with
0: name. Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going 2. with Guardians
1: of the Galaxy Volume Two.
0: Because I was gonna say another thing to keep in mind is that Transformers has a very big international market. Yes. Like it's it's huge in China, but yep. we're not doing international. We're just yep. doing domestic. So Guardians of the Galaxy, which was my, uh, my second choice, Todd, because, Ooh. uh, you, you, I, the past performance indicates future success. I think Marvel is a brand you can trust at this point. Yes. I completely understand the pick of Guardians of the Galaxy. It I was- think I might know where you're going with this. Is it a Disney film, Todd?
1: uh well see there's just a there's just a few different ways that you can okay you can well
0: this. i it's not the one you're thinking of the one i if, if you have to like uh prevaricate about the bush with that one uh my choice for number one this is a film that when the trailer dropped it broke the records that had been established by superhero films for like most views in 24 hours there's a lot of excitement about this film and i have no doubt that it's going to be very well received by critics because. It is a live ad- action adaptation of a very well-received animated film. I am, of course, talking about Beauty and the Beast.
1: Oh, that's a really good pick.
0: That's my number one pick. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to make a significant amount of money for Disney. And I think, I think it will be right. in the upper 90s on the percentile on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: I think you're right. No that, question. Was, that very well could have been my number one. It's certainly in the, my top tier.
0: We are playing it by ear how many go on each person's team. We'll see how time how time, time, yeah, how time to flows it in the episode. Yeah, Transformers may show up on one of our lists if we. <laughs>
1: <laughs> depends if we're on
0: going how quickly how deep you have to deep. I am really looking yeah. forward to this Beauty and the Beast. How deep you have to dig? <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this Beauty to, and the Beast. It's
1: awesome.
0: Yeah, and uh, based on I mean Jungle Book did huge numbers for Disney for being not one of their most popular properties. Yeah, for not uh, yeah for their animated films, and they clearly trust that they have something in doing these live-action animated, or adaptations there. I made classic. Cinderella did really well. So, I think this, and, like, when they announced the casting, and they said Emma Watson is beauty, like, the entire internet just said, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, uh, okay. No one could imagine anyone else playing that. Um, yeah. And, I, it, the previews look good. I think, I, I feel strongly about that pick. I think the Beast looks a little too handsome as a Beast, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still okay. Taking a drink. I almost just takes <laughs> take just now. <laughs> All over this mic. I I mean that's shared by other people on the internet. He's he's a little too glamorous. I have not noticed that <laughs> myself. I I can't even remember what he looked like in the trailer. I need to go see the trailer again to see what the beast looks like. Well his
1: face almost still looks like a face.
0: So. Okay. All right, Todd, what is your second pick in our fantasy box office
1: twenty seventeen? I'm just gonna double down on superheroes and go Spider Man oh. homecoming. Oh okay. That was my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that uh, with the crossover, the. What's his name? Tom? Tom Holland? Tom Holland was really great in uh, Civil War, and his character was one of the things that made that film so successful. And I think that they are not going to strike out with Spider Man Homecoming. I think it's going to be good, and I think it's going to make a lot of money. I need to say this on a podcast. It is so strange
0: to me that we live in a world. Where Iron Man is propping up a Spider Man film. <laughs> like in yeah. the marketing, it's all Tony Stark. Uh, and they're really pushing that Tony Stark and Iron Man are appearing in the Spider Man movie. And as a comic reader in the 90s, that's so strange to me <laughs> because Spider Man was the face and the, you know, everything about Marvel Comics was Spider Man. And Iron Man was B list at best. Like, you might even call him C list. Uh, and I think this shows how well Marvel as a film studio has done and how significantly Sony as a film studio has bungled the Spider-Man film property that yeah. they, they have to be pushing Iron Man to make people more interested in the Spider-Man film. That's why I think this is not the best choice of the night. I think it's going to have a very tough game on reviews. I don't think so. It, it, well, the trailer looks good, but trailers always look good. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that trailer looked fantastic. I, mean, I thought this is the Spider-Man I've been waiting to see. On film for a very long time yeah. i I just don't know if it's gonna be like the biggest opening ever because spider man may have burned some bridges yeah there's some <laughs> spider man exhaustion, and I think it has a tough road with being a Marvel film and a spider man film like it needs to clear two very high bars to get good reviews all right, well, Todd, you took my second pick that I wanted to have, and okay. uh now I'm gonna take one that. I'm not as confident as I would normally be, but I think the box office, the box office is, there's no way it's not going to be huge because of this property. The critics didn't love cars too. But I'm hoping Pixar learned a lesson. Oh, good call! Number one movie last year was uh, Finding Door. and if you look at the box office, like the top ten, it's all superheroes and kids films. So I yeah. think we need a mix. <laughs> I mean, you did I've already done. You've done two superheroes. I've done two kids films now. Well, need These least make a kids <laughs> film that everyone will go see. Uh, but Cars three is going to do a lot of box office. I'm hoping they learned a lesson in Cars two, and the story is better <sighs> than what we got in Cars two. Cars two is really rough. It's not the you best know, Pixar. I-
1: movie. My tr- true confession. I have still never seen Cars 2, and I, I have it, only seen, seen it <laughs> in chunks because my kid, my boys are so obsessed with Cars, they'll mm-hmm. watch
0: Cars 2, and I've seen, like, 15 minutes here and there, and every time I'm like, Cars isn't the best Pixar film. It's a good Pixar film. It's It might be my least favorite. But uh, Cars 2 is not as good as Cars, <laughs> from what I've seen. But it, even as my least favorite, when I saw the teaser for Cars 3, and that crash, like, it kind of hit me. Yeah, I was, I was like, "Wait, I'm, I might care about this more than I thought." Now, Andrew, you were concerned about the the critic score for Spider Man: Homecoming. I'm not. I feel like that's Marvel is. Um, do, even though this is being released by uh, yeah. Sony, they had Marvel have creative control over it. I trust that it's going to do fine with the critics. I'm hoping Cars Three <laughs> does well with the critics. This is my my most nerve. You it know, like it, it has a lower bar to clear <laughs> to beat its previous iteration. All right, Todd. So what? Uh, what are you gonna be taking next? I'm gonna take the
1: superhero trifecta. Oh no, that and, was my uh, next choice. <laughs> this is the order I have these <laughs> in. <laughs> I'm so glad that I got first pick on this. Uh, I'm going with Wonder Woman.
0: Oh wait, that's oh, not, not, not the one. That's not what I was gonna take. Oh Fine. okay. Todd, that's risky.
1: That's okay. the DC cinematic I know that it's risky. I know <laughs> it's why. DC. I know that it's DC, but I I think that following the pattern of Uh, BVS, and uh, Suicide Squad, I do think it's going to make a lot of money. And Mm -hmm. I think that uh, Gal Gadot is really good. Is
0: it Gadot or Godot? I've heard it pronounced both ways, and I don't know which is
1: is good. I've most often heard
0: recently Godot, but I don't know either.
1: Uh, See, I would say Godot, Godot but I've heard it get out so many times. Anyway, Gal, oh. I think she is going to be really good in this. Oh yeah. I'm taking on a ton of nerds spending a ton of money on this movie and for the critic score to be you know like even if it's 70 or 80 and it makes a ton of money, we're I'm going to be okay.
0: I feel that we're in the same that was my mindset with Cars 3. Like, this is going to make <laughs> money no matter what and it's Pixar. There's no way it'll be in the, you know, below 50, I think, even if Cars 2 was. I'm trusting this one won't be. Uh, but no, I I had Wonder Woman on my list to pick, but a little farther down just because DC films have yep. been struggling with the critics.
1: Well, you took a risk with uh, Cars, and I to, I'm taking a all risk with All right. Before. So I'm kind of taking
0: a, a similar risk to what I did with Cars by taking Thor Ragnarok next, where Thor The Dark World is the least, uh, has the yeah. least, uh, or the, the lowest rating on Rotten Tomatoes for all Marvel films. Uh, but it, we know it's going to have Hulk in gladiator armor on an alien planet. This is going to make money. <laughs> There's no way this doesn't. <laughs> it is going to make
1: money. The dangerous thing about that pick is look at its release date.
0: It's November, isn't it? Yeah. Which, which I, I think in the current market by November, most of the money will have been earned. Like uh, two months. I think yeah. Most of the money will have been. Earned. I would say okay. that's, that's fairly safe. Looking at like a doctor strange, like it, it, it doesn't have a long tail. Yeah, okay. well, it's still in the top set, but it's it's only making uh, at this point like five million a week, which I'm hoping five million at the end won't break, make or break this. I'm anticipating you know a big enough lead that, okay. uh, based on Beauty and the Beast, that 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 five million that gets cut off in the last week of Thor's you know run isn't going to hurt me. I mean, with Finding Dory, one film could be <laughs> yes, the entire that's what game we saw last week
1: uh, last year. Yeah, one, one film could be the entire game. Um, oh, see, now it gets harder for me. Yeah, this is about the point where it's
0: breaking down for me, too.
1: <laughs> I feel like at this point, it's, it's hard to pick, like, a surefire winner. And you're just... It's kind of a... Maybe, a, maybe a couple of critical darlings is what you need. <laughs> like, maybe Fifty Shades Darker is really going to be
0: a great- <laughs> <laughs> oh. Todd, that was your pick. You said it. It's locked in. Right in <laughs> <of> here. Right
1: in <laughs> <out of> here. That's <laughs> That's in. <laughs> All right, no. big, I gotta get him before he throws a challenge <laughs> flag. We're rushing
0: during the hurry-up office. Did, did you take your finger off the
1: piece? <laughs> that is not my final answer. <laughs> um, oh, See, this is hard. I feel like I need something that's not exactly a superhero movie. I haven't picked any kids' movies yet. I'm gonna pick Lego Batman. That's a superhero movie, Todd. <laughs> it was my next pick. <laughs> I know, but it's not i I'm sorry, it's not a live-action superhero movie. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, that was, I was literally like looking at my list and thinking, I'm going to do Lego Batman next. There's no way he's taking Lego <laughs> Batman.
1: You've still got Lego Nin- Nin- Ninjago is on the,
0: is on yeah, the list. I'm not feeling as strong about that. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> That's done in my tier three. No, it's in my scraps at the bottom where like,
1: if we're going that long, <laughs> I'm going to
0: pick this. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Because of release dates, I'm leaving one on the table that I want to pick. And I'm going to take another kids movie that I think is going to make a lot of money because it's animated. And again, looking at last year's top 10 box, like uh, The Secret Life of Pets is our number four film of uh, 2016. So I'm taking Despicable Me (laughs) 3
1: oh see that's a that's a pretty good pick i thought you were gonna go with smurfs the last village but
0: no that's down to my dregs <laughs> <laughs> where if we have to pick hmm. i will pick that <laughs> how long this goes did you uh watch the trailer for despicable me 3 i sure did before i made that's what made me think of well and then i also googled like animated films once i looked at the box office for 2016 mm-hmm. uh that one seems of the animated films i'd say cars 3 uh, Lego Batman and Spider-Man 3 are probably the top tier of the animated films that are going to be bringing in yeah. by, by being released. What, what else? clear 200 million. What else is there besides Smurfs The Lost Village? Which... Well, let's wait to see if Ooh. we go that far, Ooh. because I, I have some of those lower down in the list.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So you are at four apiece, just for those keeping score at home.
1: So for my next pick, I'm feeling torn between going with a, a director that's really good or an actor that I know is going to bring in a load of money on a film that I, I I have this hunch that it's not going to be great, but I also (laughs) think that maybe, I don't know. Um, I'm going to go with Christopher Nolan. Oh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. (laughs) I'm going to pick Dunkirk, uh, which is a film I know almost nothing about, except that the cast looks really good. And Christopher Nolan just doesn't, now when you he say this ca- doesn't uh, mess up films <laughs> when you say the
0: cast looks really good you're of course referring to harry styles from one direction making his acting debut in yes. dunkirk well of course <laughs> yes <laughs> not not talking about kenneth Branagh or Party or-, <laughs> or henry cavill <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah no yeah so uh, dunkirk i'm going with dunkirk
0: all right uh that's a good choice for my fifth pick <laughs> I am going to be going with a film that I'm doing solely oh, on box thanks. office, and I am hoping. I think I know what you're pick, This is like, nobody bothers to go on Rotten Tomatoes. I <laughs> am hoping for a a reasonable Rotten Tomato score, like in the sixty, like not certified fresh, but not gonna ruin my percentage. I am taking the Fate of the Furious. Oh, oh see, that's a pretty good
1: pick, I think,
0: because yeah, some that's of those probably past- pretty
1: good. Some of those furious films actually have done pretty well with critics. Yes, they have, and uh, like now internationally, wait. is it, it the huge... even or the odd number ones yeah.
0: that do so well? Uh, internationally, I know it's always huge, but it always does well in the U.S. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping for a reasonable critic score, like again, 60 uh, to 70 in that range.
1: Pick. That's a good pick. Okay, I feel like it's time to pick Power Rangers. It comes out in March. It's got all. <laughs> oh, that, that was absolutely I was like, not Greg. expecting wow. that.
0: Whoa! Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I
1: think that there's a lot of there's a, are a lot of people who have some nostalgia with uh, Power Rangers. I am not one of them.
0: I think <laughs> they should be me. And th-
1: <laughs> mm, but I think the, the, I they're think not some really. Power Rangers nostalgia. And uh, I think I don't know. I just uh, when does that one come out? It comes out in March, so it's got it's got a uh, nine months. They need to, to start.
0: need to start building up that right, uh,
1: that Todd. hype. I think that's
0: the first time you've made a pick that I was relieved about. <laughs> so every other pick, I've been like, "Oh no, he's taking my picks." Uh, okay. Um, now, like, I I want to. All of a sudden, you're you feeling much better about this night.
1: <laughs> okay, so I like, let's, like, I let's talk wait, for a wait, about yeah. Power Rangers. Like, I kind of
0: want to unpack this one. It has Brian Cranston, yeah, as Zod. Is that his name? Uh, no, Zordon, Zorgon. That's it. Zordon, Zordon, and isn't uh, Bill Hader doing Alpha Five? Yes, the robot. Uh, but uh, Oh, and uh, Elizabeth Banks is... Is, is a Repulsa. Rita Repulsa. So they have, in some roles... A, a strong cast. Yeah, but they've gone almost completely with unknowns. For the team. Now, I saw the trailer in mm-hmm. front of Doctor Strange. I want to see another That's trailer. When I saw the trailer. And I don't know about your reaction, but when it... So it's like a dark and gritty kind of superhero-ish feel to everything. But then when it put Power Rangers... On the screen, my theater laughed out loud. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I had a hard time reading it because in my theater it felt it felt more. I don't want to say delight because I don't think that's the right word. But I, there was definitely a reaction. Was it
0: shock that this has been made?
1: <laughs> no, I really think this this film may do better overseas than it does in the U.S. But I'm anyway. I'm picking it. Okay. Power Rangers.
0: All right. Uh, I think we're at the point in the draft where I'm going to be unconcerned with the fact that it may only have two or three weekends, and I'm going to take Star Wars Episode Ah, Eight and just trust that there's a huge opening weekend (laughs) turnout, and that it'll be enough to carry me. And it's good. And it's good. Yeah, trust that it's good. That's the other thing. It'll Uh, be good. Which, uh... I'm sure... I I, I suspect it will be good. Okay. Pre-Force Awakens, Star Wars movies were basically a 50-50 proposition if it was going to be good. So we we're gonna get burned at some point <laughs> in this new new wave. Uh, Could I be ju- Rogue One. I just hope it's not Episode Eight.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, then if you I really want to
0: see it, Ray and Finn again on film, yeah, like like I was thinking about. Was <laughs> like, Everybody does. I'm, I'm looking forward to like Ray and Finn and Poe and and more Mark Hamill. Yes, <laughs> for him to appear in the film. <laughs> make him make him earn that paycheck. <laughs> yeah
1: okay so i 'll take your uh, star wars and i 'll raise you to a justice league i 'm taking justice okay. league All I right. think it's going to make a lot of money i don't is that disp- next year yeah it's November and it comes out in November, so I get an extra it and month. Thor are pretty close to each, to each other, so we'll yeah. see uh, it's going to be about, about
0: trailers on yeah. that one yeah, I think and- Justice
1: League will make a lot of money i don't i don't have any confidence that it's rating, that its critical <laughs> score will be higher than that of Thor. But you never know. Like maybe, maybe DC just turns everything around. Wonder Woman is huge success, and then Justice League just blows everything away. And then you—that's what I'm. Fantasy box office 2017, and then I win <laughs> fantasy box office 2017. It could also go the way of uh, BVS and uh, Su- Suicide Squad, and then I'll be in the dregs. But whatever.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, <sighs> since you guys I, took. Okay, I'm not optimistic about Justice League, or frankly. I don't know how likely Wonder Woman is to be a big okay, win for you, Tom. Feel, I feel much better at Wonder Woman than Justice League. Uh I, I I'm want scared. them both to be good. I, I really want them both to be good. I I don't want people to think we're just bagging on DC because we don't like DC Like. I really want to go Justice oh, League film in my life. Very, very much. Which like is why the T V shows is why you're great. gonna go out and watch it. I am. But I didn't go see Batman V Superman. Well that's because you heard our our quick cast and that really <laughs> destroyed any hope you had of enjoying that experience. <laughs>
1: But you bought the extended edition of Suicide Squad, right? No,
0: no, oh, you don't thought- know, he, no. No, he was he was saying, "Are you going to see that version?" Oh, to-
1: I thought you meant like if I wanted to borrow it, I could.
0: No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: that, that movie was it was bad. Yeah, it was a mess. It, it, I, it just, was, I think that was so no much more to fun off. to talk about yeah. afterwards and to to tear apart and to <laughs> point things out. <laughs> But no, I, think
1: I hope, I hope. with uh, with these DC films.
0: I agree, and I they are making behind the scenes changes in their creative sc- you know crew that's overseeing these like the response to Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. They they switch some things up, and I trust there's going to be a new tone and direction that's reached. Cool. All right, uh, since you took a November pick, I'm going to take a November pick, and I'm going to get two Pixar films because Coco comes out in November. You might not have heard much about this one, but it is I a Pixar dia de los muertos film oh okay and it's it's 100 me trusting in pixar which has not been it's not an untarnished brand anymore like good dinosaur wasn't great good dinosaur is really bad uh cars two isn't great so they used to have a perfect track record uh but the brand is still strong enough i'm just gonna go ahead and throw by my pick to coco see the thing i'm afraid of is since i haven't heard about it Maybe it is a good dinosaur. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm hoping not <laughs> both for box office and critical response. I hope it's better than good dinosaur. It is not even on my list. I, 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 I suspect I have something in mind that neither of you have on your list. It's, it's not, uh, Hold on, Ted. uh you have already picked uh power rangers which was not on my list okay. <laughs> so um so we, we've each done it once to the other but no i i have a film in my head which i no i don't think it's going to get great uh critic reviews or box office totals but i think it could be a cult classic in the making oh i know which one you're talking about It's not on your list. Of course not. Have you seen the trailer (laughs) for that movie? Yes, Uh, that's why I think it could be. Have Have you seen the trailer? I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this out there. I don't think it's on your list either, Todd. Monster truck. Have you seen Monster truck?
1: Yes, I have seen the trailer for it. It looks ferocious.
0: It is already. predicted like the, to be like the biggest the flop. studio already has like told their investors we're going to lose money next year and it's because of yeah. monster truck because we spent so <laughs> much money making this movie and there's no way it's going to earn it back but one wow, of the trailers for really it I really enjoy it and I was like I could see that being a cult classic I could see that you know hitting the uh, the warm bodies <laughs> Level uh, so listeners, if you are completely popularity. unfamiliar, Monster Truck involves uh, Lucas Till, who was in the X Men most recent wave of X Men films, of mm-hmm. it. Uh, and he's the new MacGyver. He's the new MacGyver. I don't know if I'm still on the air anymore. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it ever happened, but, but uh, he has a truck that is alive, and there's it, like an alien that yeah, gets like inside it, the chassis and it turns everything in the truck alive, and, and that's the plot. and they smash cars. They
1: roll-up buildings. I they do they- monster truck stuff. Yeah. And yeah. then they get more of them. And I'll tell that- you who's going to be interested in that film. My four-year-old. <laughs> my <laughs> uh, all about monster trucks right now. Does he watch Blaze and the Monster Machines? Because that's what my no, two-year-old watches. No, he watches uh, Transformers Rescue Bots, and he okay. just <laughs> that one, it, watches it over and, and over It's been over viewed in now. my household as well. And I've got to say, okay. this, just real quick, it's random aside,
0: the toys for Transformers Rescue Bots are amazing f- feats of engineering. Those ones are, are really they? cool. I've seen. I've seen. Yeah, your... like the, the there's the Heat Wave one where it's uh it, it's a fire engine and all you do is push the ladder forward and it becomes a robot like it's super it, like easy it for kids. Up. Like my my two year old does it, but it's wow. a good transformation that happens. And they cool. make the they made them super easy to do. Which if Todd, if you remember transformer toys from our childhood, oh my gosh, they were so hard, <laughs> they were impossible. I remember a fighter jet that I wrestled with the rear fin of the fighter jet. I, it must be like eighteen <laughs> hours of my life it was me as a four year old trying to get this rear fin to sit, to sit up. The way it was supposed. To in the picture, but uh, the rescue Bot toys amazing feats of engineering, okay. Back to fantasy box office 2017.
1: Okay, I, there are, I, I really want us to have like a, a big pool of films so that yeah. in case we do have a runaway, so I think we should maybe let's uh, pick up the pace a little, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, so, my, my next pick, so you picked the Fate of the Furious, uh, and I am going, <laughs> I'm just gonna do this because. Uh, whatever, I'm picking the mummy. <laughs> That's
0: not, that, okay, that was Tom
1: Cruise. That was one I was
0: eyeing for my next pick. I don't think you need to apologize. It's going to get a huge promotional push because this is Universal's first wave and what they're hoping will be a shared monster universe, the way Marvel has a shared superhero universe. Okay. Uh, so uh, you may have seen uh, what's his name in the trailer. He's going to be Doctor Jekyll Mister Hyde. Cruise. Not Tom no. Cruise. Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe is Doctor Jekyll Mister Hyde, and so they're, oh, they're, okay. he's in he's the, the connective day. tissue between. They're monster movies.
1: Okay. So I'm all picking right. the money.
0: I am going to go ahead and pick a sequel to a film that was very well received critically, super well received critically and did all right in the box office. And I'm hoping it gets the sequel bump. I'm taking Creed two, which is scheduled for uh,
1: release. Good call.
0: late in the year. I, but it's not in production yet. And I have a fear that this is may get bumped for this oh, year's calendar. Oh, so it's a wow. bit of a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Because sometimes late in the year, movies get moved to, like, May of the following year. uh, And it can happen in, like, all of a sudden in June, Do you find out, oh, that movie's not coming out this year. So it's a risk for all of us. That could result in a void. (laughs)
1: Yes. Okay. I am, for my next pick, going with... This is hard. (laughs) It is getting
0: hard at this point. I'm going with
1: uh, Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, a franchise that I believe has had diminishing returns, but yeah, but it still has uh, popularity. I, yeah, I, think I think currently a lot of people the, will go
1: in May and say, "Hey, let's go see Pirates."
0: The only member of the cast currently cast is Johnny Depp. Well, no, they filmed that. That one's wrapped. It's in May. It comes out. It's had a trailer. Really? Yeah. Oh, that. Did, oh, I'm. am sorry. I'm thinking about the next next one. Maybe right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Pirates. oh, you're right. You're right. I saw that trailer. All right, and gonna, then I forgot about it. One I have in my list that's next to Pirates, and I feel like it's kind of in the similar vein where it's, I, it's probably going to make some money. I don't know how much. It could be huge. It could just be, like, cracking 100. I don't know. I'm going with Kong Skull Island.
1: That's a good pick.
0: I was waiting for that one.
1: That's a good middle-of-the-road pick, I think.
0: Yeah, I, and we're at the middle-of-the-road <laughs> point in this draft.
1: Um, For my next pick, oh, see, there's a few here that I'm like, these are middle-of-the-road films, so... I don't know which of these is going to do well and which of them is going to totally, totally flop. Um, I'm going with Logan. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Was that a, is that like an approving or a disapproving? It's one, huh? I have
0: no idea how that, it's going to be the first R-rated Wolverine movie. Uh, but they had mm-hmm. huge success with Deadpool. as an R-rated superhero movie. So that's why they made it, went ahead in this. And also Hugh Jackman has been begging for them to do A Wolverine movie that has the violence that would earn an R rating because he feels like Wolverine's that violent of a character, but the trailer was so good. (laughs) So I mean, but also do do people just really like Johnny Cash? Hurt (laughs) like (laughs) that? That song's really good. Yeah. So is this
1: our first? Is this the first R rated film that we've picked? I think so.
0: um,
1: Because there will be. I mean,
0: well, but but like box office wise, like PG thirteen is the sweet spot for widest Mm -hmm. appeal. So it makes sense right. for what but, we're doing. for But, but it's picking.
1: possible for a, a, an, an R-rated film to s- like sneak up in there. Well, I think Deadpool was in the it. top ten like last Deadpool year. Got yeah.
0: Good money. Yeah. Um, I do have a question. This is purely the box office earnings, so it has nothing to do with the like studio earnings. You're not subtracting no, the, no, 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 the no, cost. No, no. The Cause that would be anything. a whole, yeah. Well, oh, that would be, that I, would I be really the raw cost. Cause like promotion's a of whole it. thing, <laughs> but I, I, a
1: lot of times you can't find those numbers too. Yeah.
0: Promotional numbers. <laughs> no, but like they typically production really costs do a production Come cost
1: just for shareholders. It would be interesting to have that be part of the equation, but
0: yeah, like the actual profits. So something like Napoleon Dynamite would become the best pick, (laughs) where it cost less than a million dollars to make, (laughs) and it only made what was it like seventy or eighty million, like somewhere in that range. But like the percentage return on investment was one of the biggest in film history.
1: Okay, but we've already made too many picks to do that. So okay,
0: all right, right. I'm gonna go with one that I am just trusting in uh, a dedicated fan base to show up for this. It's the film adaptation of Stephen King's The Dark Tower. Oh, Which that's a good pick. has been kind of a, uh, a, like a, lots of studios have been trying to take a stab at it, but it's actually happening.
1: Yeah, sort of a troubled history. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a good chance that that film could be good. And Matthew McConaughey good some money.
0: and Idris Elba in the, in the two lead roles. So it's got star power. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I, I feel like I just need to, like, clean up all the action films. <laughs> so I'm going with uh, Ghost in the Shell.
0: Okay, I had that one on my list. Uh, I have no idea what to expect for that. <laughs> like that's the point we're at in this draft. Like the, that. Could, so it's, it's uh, very... listeners, if you're unfamiliar, it's an adaptation of a very famous anime film uh, series. Series, uh, but like it's fairly revered series as far as like being intellectual anime and giving you yeah. stuff to think about. It's it's got some heady concepts. Mm-hmm.
1: It's in the. I consider it like in the vein of um like a christopher nolan kind of thing uh there's like inception stuff going on like like issues of reality and what is real and what is not uh there's an ex machina kind of vibe to it there's a west world kind of vibe to it so i think that but it will it, be popular it, with a certain group of people i just don't know
0: it, it could run the risk of being the wrong kind of heady and end up as a lucy which yeah, also, uh, didn't that one have uh, uh Scarlet Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's I think that would be like the the negative turn for it. But I I, I have you know okay, that's the risk. I, I think films. there's potential, but there's also
1: definitely risk. Yeah,
0: I have two films here. One I think is going to do better with the audience, and one better with the critics. Uh, and I'm going to go with the audience at the moment. I'm going to pick War of the Planet of the Apes. The Planet of the Apes okay. series has been doing. The first
1: of the Planet of the Apes films got was was critically like. Acclaimed, wasn't it? Yeah, and
0: I think the second one wasn't. This this is the third of the new wave. I've not kept up. I haven't seen any of them. Like they're Um, all my. Oh, I want to watch those. Yeah, Yeah, I haven't watched any of them, but I. The first one's always kind of wanted one. Yeah, I sort of wanted to. Yeah, yeah, like I've wanted to watch all. Like I'm intrigued by every trailer I see for these films. It's just I. never get to it. I have so many franchises that I'm already (laughs) paying my money to. It's hard to pick up a new one. Woody Harrelson.
1: oh Okay.
0: All right, Todd. What's your next pick?
1: I'm just gonna pick this because I've I, I just seeing it like glaring at me. I'm picking Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> All right.
0: So you I don't have anything it. to say about it. <laughs> you each get a Vin Diesel film yeah uh, what's my so you get uh, you get fate, fate, of, the the furious. Furious. Oh, fate get of the furious and i get well Dan he, Dan Dan he Dan also of the has uh guardians of the galaxy so he actually has vin diesel twice todd that's you're true. you're going to the vin diesel well pretty regularly <laughs> doubling down
1: <laughs> uh, this film also comes out on january 2nd so i get twelve. Oh, I,
0: 12- I did not know that that's just something that's promotional <laughs> push that i had no idea can i tell you that i just uh i i had some trouble writing that one down <laughs> in in the book <laughs> <laughs> and i wrote triple x The return of Xander cake. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Todd, when you say you get a full 12 months, um, I think you may be overestimating his life in the theater.
1: (laughs) I know, I know, I know.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, My next pick, I am going to go with uh, Blade Runner 2049. Okay. Uh, This could be one that I could see earning $20 million, or it's one I could see earning $150 million. I don't know what to expect for sure, but it's in my list, and I think this is the right moment to pick it in the draft.
1: Okay, I will take... uh, Okay, I'm going with Pitch Perfect (laughs) 3. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that one was coming out. I didn't see that on the list. Somehow I missed that. Oh, it comes out December 1st, darn it. (laughs) Okay. That was a bad pick. All right, whatever.
0: Can I I follow it up with a bad pick? (laughs) Yes, please do. I'm going to lose a lot on the critics score, but neither of us have taken Transformers uh, the last night yet. Is it the last oh, night? Okay. Final night? Something night? Uh, the last night. Yeah. The last night. Okay, I'm taking Transformers. Not to be confused with last night, meaning oh, yester- last yesterday last evening. The last night with a K. And I saw the trailer. I'm not sure which one is the last night. I suppose we'll find out in the movie. Probably Optimus because he's everything. Yeah. Uh, it, it has to do with King Arthur and what? Excalibur. Did I watch the trailer? Was that revealed in the trailer? I didn't know there was a trailer. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't remember King I heard these being things Richard. on other podcasts. Now, we may be seeing King Arthur show up soon. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Yeah. The, the Charlie Hunnam <laughs> King Arthur. Yeah, the one that's been pushed back many times. Oh, was it pushed back? I think it was supposed to be this fall that it was supposed to come out. Ooh. <laughs> Never a good sign. Now, doesn't that have Paul Bettany as Merlin? I don't know. I just know it's under the the title of troubled production at this point.
1: Mm, okay. Um, Todd, you have
0: uh, maybe maybe two more apiece in you.
1: Oh nice. yes, uh, I'm gonna pick uh, what I think will be a critical success. I don't know if it's going to be a box office success. Uh, I'm going with Murder on the Orient Express. I didn't see that. Oh, is that uh, who's directing that one? Kenneth Branagh. I'm very excited
0: for this one. I forgot it was coming out this year, and I did not see it on the list. I didn't put it down, but I respect that pick, Todd. Oh, when does that come out? I need more information. November. Oh, that's a long wait. Darn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is a long wait. All right. Um, I... At this point, it's like... Pick, throw it how, how deep into <laughs> tier three are you? I am in the tier three slash dregs. Like, I just started throwing names out okay. of my list at this point. Uh, I am going to take with my what is this twelfth pick uh, thirteenth uh, thirteenth
1: fourteenth. I'm going to take Alien Covenant. <laughs> I just selected that. <laughs> okay, then I will take. Um, oh man, uh, I'll take King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Okay. All
0: right, uh, we're gonna go. Look. Are you
1: counting on that actually coming out, or
0: are are you <laughs> risking the you void? Well, it says again.
1: May, so. I mean, if, if it's scheduled for May right now, there's a good chance that it comes out sometime right. in the year. I'm going to take uh, another uh, just
0: trusting in children and, and elementary school kids coming out in force for Captain Underpants. I know it's a popular book series. I hope it's a popular film series. Is it currently a popular book series? Because it It's was, still on all the scholastic was, book orders. That it was at the get. book orders when I was a kid. Oh, it still seems to be doing well.
1: Okay, well, if you get Captain Underpants, then I get Diary of a Wimpy Kid.
0: All right, fair enough. Oh, are you going to
1: 16 <laughs> deep?
0: Uh, yeah, let's, uh, you know what? We might as well. This is just going to be an Excel sheet. It's not going to be that hard to keep track. <laughs> so uh, I am fine doing a few more picks. What about you, Todd? Let's go for it. I don't have a lot more room on my page. Okay, so. I am going to take The Boss Baby. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Which features uh, Alec Baldwin voicing a baby.
1: Okay. I will take um, King's Man, the Golden Circle.
0: All right. I am officially, uh, that's the, the end We're of my list. We're still going because
1: I have to pick
0: My Little Pony, the movie. Oh, that's I, a
1: good pick. Yeah, I, I, forgot I, that I that saw was that on your list. Year. I was like,
0: oh, <laughs> Joseph, come on.
1: Who knows? It could be uh, the, the Finding Dory of this year.
0: Okay, that's, um... that's my, my, my two columns full for each of you.
1: All right, let's. let's... Can, we,
0: can you turn the page over? <laughs> can we? I'm sorry, Damn. but you need me to write your names down again. <laughs> yeah. uh... wait, wait, how, how many more picks do you have possible, Todd? Just like two or three?
1: Um. Yeah.
0: That's about what I have left. So let's just go ahead and bring out our dad. And okay. one of these could be a golden <sighs> right. egg for us at the very end here. It's my turn? Yeah. Jumanji. Oh, that is a good one, actually. I didn't put it down, but I thought about it. And somehow to make it on my list. All right. Uh, but it keeps happening, Joseph. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I'm going to go... Do I trust Smurfs or Legos more?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was my next question. Oh. So what was us is getting one, and one of us is getting the other. Yeah, I'm going to go with Smurfs.
0: Lost okay. Village.
1: Then I will take Legoning Jago. All
0: right. And, oh dear, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. Wait, <laughs> what's your pick, Joseph? he's he's, he's hesitating he's struggling to to utter it i saw this on the list i just know how obsessed my eight-year-old daughter is with this for no reason that i can discern and they've made a movie out of this product much like they made one out of trolls i don't know how this is going to be a narrative but there is something coming out in like october i think it was (laughs) it is called emoji movie (laughs) It's an animated movie about emojis. I don't anticipate a high critic score. I don't anticipate a high box office, but this is where we're at in our picks. I just said the words emoji movie.
1: That's one word, I think.
0: Uh, Yeah, probably one one word run together
1: there. Okay, I am going to take (laughs) Resident Evil, the final chapter. Okay. (laughs) I need a moment here you gotta peruse the list yeah i uh, i ran out <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i know there's more movies coming so uh see i think uh the the really fun part would be if each of you were forced to attend all the movies <laughs> on your list no yeah. no thank you um oh okay uh let's go ahead and pick uh i don't I I just try like these R-rated comedies. Sometimes they make it past the hundred million dollar mark. So I'm going to put Baywatch on my list. Baywatch, yeah, it stars The Rock. (laughs) He's a Hollywood steroids. Uh, I'm not saying anything about his exercise regimen. I'm saying like he 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 pumps up the box office for every movie he appears in. So uh, and and he appears in several per year. Like he is a busy guy. And and Todd, I had to go revisit the list of movies that are coming out, so I don't have anything else prepared. Do you have any other that you want to make sure is on your list? No. I mean, okay, okay, we, uh, let's call it
1: there. There is, like, the uh, the highly uh, anticipated Rock That Body. Um, well,
0: I didn't even see that one. What? <laughs> uh, let's – hold on. I'm just going to click here and see.
1: Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets.
0: Yeah, I, I remember seeing that and wondering, what is that? Um,
1: there are some weird-looking movies out there. Like, there's this movie. Wait, there's got- one
0: called The Hitman's Bodyguard, starring Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> 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 Just, and uh, oh, Liam uh, Neeson is apparently oh, no, something I don't- called The Commuter.
1: <laughs> I don't, uh,
0: is, is this, like, a road rage movie? Is this, like, a, some action movie where he commutes? I don't, <laughs> I don't know with Liam Neeson and the title The Commuter.
1: Oh, uh... Actually, I did have one that I wanted to pick.
0: Well you uh you pick that and I will take okay. the Hitman's Bodyguard just because it's a great okay, name I'm for me. I'm going
1: a- to take the Shyamalan film split.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that one uh I think could uh do some box office. Okay. He's having Damn. a little Damn. mini resurgence. Was- yeah.
1: It looks totally Disturbing. Yeah, I think it's, it's upsetting. A like, I watched the this... trailer and
0: I was unhappy. And it looks like the kind of film that is going to get a lot of protests from the mental health uh, organizations.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the critic the... score could be high. Yeah. The box office score will probably be low.
0: He's having but... a little bit of a resurgence, though, with his smaller budgeted things. Yeah. All right. Well, Todd, for my, I guess now I'm debating: should I take the Hitman's Bodyguard or Liam Neeson in the Commuter? I know nothing about either of these. One star, Samuel L. Jackson. One star, is Liam Neeson. Well, I already wrote Hitman's Bodyguard. <laughs> okay, we'll go with Hitman's Bodyguard. Samuel <laughs> Jackson is on my list. All right, so listeners, hopefully that gave you a little preview of what you have to look forward to and what you have to avoid in the coming year <laughs> at the 2017 box office. And uh, I don't know, we may give a periodic update as to how we're doing, but we will definitely do a wrap-up uh, early in 2018 uh, <laughs> for who did
1: the best of this. I'm actually really excited now for these films to come out. Because okay, you're do.
0: gonna be yeah, I'm gonna have an invested you know an interest. I'm, I'm invested in how well they do both on Rotten Tomatoes and on on the box office, which I never would have thought I would say for Emoji Movie. I'm gonna be eyeing the Rotten Tomatoes score. Emoji <laughs> Movie, what do you got for me? Come on, I need you, Emoji Movie. I'm down three hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's hope it's a good year for films. I hope this game catches on. Yeah, and I, mean, I really,
1: actually really truly hope that these films are good. The, yeah. I, I mean some of these films that we're really looking forward to, those first I don't know ten or twenty picks that we did. Like, I I hope that there's some good stuff in there.
0: Uh, the world is better when there's more good entertainment <laughs> in it. <laughs> yes. And so I uh, I enjoy. Uh, obviously, we do this podcast. I enjoy film, and uh, like I said, when we we express our trepidation about. DC superhero films, we were always hoping that the next one is a breakthrough for them and it's a great superhero film. Uh, it's, like
1: they, it's like the Yankees and the and the Red Sox. Like, the world's better when they're both good. You know? Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. And Marvel has been good for a decade now. And DC has been struggling. Uh, but if there is a great Wonder Woman film and a great Justice League film this, this year, like, we as audiences are the winners.
1: <laughs> well, actually, I'm the winner, but... Oh. <laughs> I just don't want to do, you know, be as great as Thor Ragnarok. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man, that was fun. Listeners, if you have a suggestion for a name for our fantasy box office, you can go ahead and leave us a comment at facebook.com slash protagonist podcast. We'll definitely look those over and let you know if we're going to be changing uh, the name of this in future years. I think at this point that's going to wrap up the episode. What do you think, Todd? I think that's good. Alright, well listeners, thank you for joining us and please subscribe to the Protagonist Podcast in iTunes and please leave us a review that really helps us out. If you're a new listener a note about our back catalog, we switched up our format a bit at episode 13 so our first dozen episodes or so are a bit meandering in discussion and discussion in length uh, If you enjoyed the more uh, freewheeling tone of this episode, you might want to go back and listen to episode number 105 in which we made up plots to Christmas titles that our producer Andrew supplied to us. Uh, it turns out there have been a lot of Christmas specials produced and there are a lot of titles links to things we've talked about this episode are at protectnesspodcast.com and that's also where you can find a list of all of our previous shows you can suggest stories or characters for us to discuss or give us any comments or corrections by emailing feedback at dot and we're also on twitter you can follow at protagonist at todd k Mac, and at J dorowski and our producer, Andrew, is at Andrew underscore Dorowski. Our Facebook fan page is facebook.com slash protagonist podcast. We have really good conversations there with our listeners, and we appreciate all the feedback that we receive there. If you would like to support the show financially, there are a few different ways you can do that. You can buy a topic for us to discuss or show your appreciation with a monetary donation by clicking on the support link on our homepage or going directly to patreoncom protagonist. All supporters on Patreon receive access to our special quick casts, which are shorter episodes in which we break down newly released films. You can also go to slash Amazon to make all of your Amazon purchases. Just a reminder, it looks exactly like regular Amazon and costs you nothing, but we get a small kickback whenever you use that link. Again, it's slash Amazon. And finally, don't forget to sign up for a 30 day free trial of audible.com by going to audible trial.com slash protagonist. Thanks again for listening. And we'll be back next week to discuss another great character in a great story. So long. So long. Uh, Links to things that we've talked about in this episode are at (laughs) protagonistpodcast.com. Are you okay? <laughs> I was trying hard not to burp into the microphone. <laughs> just started coming up. That's so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I avoided it. I was successful in my attempt. It just made an awkward pause <laughs> for you, Todd. That's very good. <clears throat>